uh, we are here today to talk about the hose group uh, in um, the PNTT uh, tournament. Um, my name is uh, Coach Warwick, and I'm here with uh, Coach Future Star. Um, where would you like to start? Um, why don't we just go ahead and start with the uh, top seed in the hose group, right, which is Nashville. Uh, Nashville? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, why don't you go ahead if you want and do the recap, or I could do it whatever way you want to do it. Okay, well, uh, I'll go ahead and get uh, started. Um, okay, Coach uh, um, Coach V, uh, this is his team. Uh, he does a great job with all these podcasts. Uh, he left it to us today, so we're going to kind of fumble our way through it. Uh, he um, is losing the namesake for the conference, Mark Hose. Uh, he is graduating after, looks like he started all four years Really good uh, ball control type, uh, well, you know, solid ball control type uh, center, uh, good rebounder. Um, never really got to his scoring prowess that he had in high school, though. Um, he, uh, that looks to be most of his uh, senior class um, when I'm looking at the team. Uh, not as many other guys played as much. Um, what do you see over there? Well, it looks like Johnson uh, played his senior year. Yeah, yeah, it looks like, yeah, he loses his starting center, Mark Hose, and his uh, starting shooting guard, Maxwell Johnson, who, even though he scored 16 points a game, was really efficient. Um, yes, he was. Yeah, so Mark Hose, yeah, like you said, he didn't really contribute as much offensively as he did uh, in uh, – in high school, but he was a really good rim protector. He really uh, he must have been a real athletic guy, blocked uh, 3.6 shots per game in, in his senior year. So, yeah, that's a little bit of a hole to fill. But um, sure he, he brings in three guys with some size. Um, uh, I don't know who uh, goes in at center. Maybe, you know, he brings in a 6'10 guy, Makai Munn, who is, you know, gives you an average amount of offense. And I don't know how great a defender he is. He's only – he only had uh, 0.2 steals per game last year, but he did block two shots a game. So a pretty decent rim protector, just sort of an average rebounder can contribute some offense, but coach V looks like he kind of likes winning games with defense. Anyway, he didn't have anybody last year that scored more than 16 points a game. Um, right. And he played pretty solid defense. He kept the, uh, you know, he kept the uh, other team kind of down offensively. So um, he's probably going to try for that kind of scheme again, especially losing Johnson because that was his leading scorer. So right. um, it's going to be kind of a team approach for him once again this year. Um, so he adds, Oh, he also adds Luke Jones. Um, yeah. I think uh, he's scored... going to be the sleeper in that class. Honestly, uh, I think he uh, can, pick up uh some of that scoring that's being lost there so uh yeah good. yeah exactly and he was kind of an undersized center at six eight so maybe his scoring even improves a little bit you know if he moves to maybe a power forward position or even a small forward position um so uh, he was pretty efficient uh good free throw shooter pretty decent three-point shooter and pretty solid all-around game so that's a guy that that's probably going to come and contribute right away the third guy uh Mackinage, um, he just looks like kind of maybe like a bench big type player, but you know, yeah. coach V, you know, he, he kind of, uh, he, I know he experiments with his lineup a lot, so I'm sure he'll find the right yeah. combination and, uh, you know, he'll, he'll just have to see how these new guys, uh, uh fit in. Yeah. Uh, he's going to have to figure that out quick. He's in that number one rated conference. That's going to be a, a gauntlet going through that. Um, he, uh, at least he has his, uh, returning point guard coming back, um, 
pretty good assist turnover ratio. The team in general uh, is, is not a great assist turnover ratio, which is always difficult when you're bringing in so many bigs. You're kind of even losing more of that. Um, but uh, I think he uh, can really have a, a solid, solid season. Yeah, yeah. And in this group, it's going to be interesting to see because this group, it's, you know, it's a little bit atypical of, of what a, a PNTT group usually is, where there might be like one top team and a couple uh, teams kind of lower down. Here, it looks like all four pretty evenly matched. They're all kind of in that, you know, maybe 40 to 50 range, you know, right. in, the, in the rankings as opposed to one team, say, in the top 10 and then maybe one team in the hundreds. So um, it's going to be, you know... It, it's going to be interesting to see how they compete against each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I guess we'll move on to a cola and okay. uh, subpar stash is a coach. Um, they are coming out of uh, conference 15. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, conference 10. Uh, the, the conference is rated number 15 overall. So uh, we'll have some ups and downs in that conference, which really help out. Um, he has a senior class that is the number one and two, uh, rated, um, and it looks like he's going to have to rely on them a little bit this year. Yeah. Um, he brings in a pretty decent class, you know, maybe not a ton of star power. It's ranked 1940 uh, slash 49. Yeah. Um, but you know, that, that means there's probably some good depth there. Maybe no superstars, but he did need some scoring. He loses his uh, starting shooting guard, Elijah Joshua, who scored 23 points a game last year was by, mm -hmm. was, you know, they really relied on their guards uh, between their two guards. They got 43 points a game. Um, so he needed to replace some of that scoring and he brings in three guys who are all, you know, maybe not, excellent scores but all pretty decent you know they all score about 15 points a game or a little more um, not a ton of size there but between those three guys I think he should be able to find one guy who could fit in at uh, shooting guard and replace Joshua and that's the only starter he needs to replace other than that he's losing an NA guy and a backup point guard so I think he could easily fill in those uh, positions with uh, two of those guys yeah, I think he was looking for Daniel Short to take take over on some of that scoring. But uh, when you're looking at Daniel Short, uh, his shooting percentages are, are not great. Um, so we'll, hopefully he can uh, turn that around and, and be that scorer that he needs out of this class. Yeah, and and he and it's interesting because all three players that he brings in did play small forward last year. So um, I think. You know, it, it always depends on the individual player. But uh, in my experience, uh, guys moving from small forward to either point guard or shooting guard, they can definitely see a bump in their efficiency. So, you know, with a little smaller guys uh, defending them, you know, they, they, can, they can improve their stats. So I wouldn't count out uh, short um, improving a little bit and, and becoming that, that, that solid starting shooting guard. And between the other two, you know, you could, you could easily get, uh, get a backup point guard out of there. Yeah. Um, let's see who else is, uh, I mean, those, that senior class, uh, they're all those glue type, um, big men. So, uh, they're not, he's not going to get much offense out of any of those. It looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Similar to last year. Um, he's going to have to rely on, on his guards and wings to provide the offense. Yeah. It looks like it's, it's almost like a backwards type team as opposed to, Absolutely. you know, <laughs> I mean, you, you have basically the big men feeding, feeding the guards instead of the other way around because Absolutely. You know, they're all very efficient with their assist turnover ratio. Uh, looks like all of them can play some good defense. 
not really big blockers on this team, but uh, everybody seems to to be able to play some defense. So that's that's good and rebound. Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably my only question mark with them is maybe like interior defense. You know, they're only getting five blocks a game. So those yeah. guys in the middle, they're great passers, but maybe not that that great of defenders or that athletic. And they actually, you know, even though they did make the NTT last year, they the stats between them and their opponents were actually very even. So um, it looks like they won a lot of close games and lost a lot of close games. So yeah. they're kind of living right on the edge. So they, they, really much, they, they need, kind of need as much as they can get out of the, out of their, out of their guards because um, they don't have much room for error. Okay. Well, I think that, that they're going to be a tough team to beat. I think uh, they're going to be really interesting. They don't like turning the ball over. So I think going against some of these other teams, it, it could be uh, really interesting. All right. Uh, moving on to Waterloo Woodchucks. Uh, G Money is coach. Um, obviously, we all know who uh, G Money is. Um, this conference, uh, the conference number 18, it's the number three conference rated right now. He's, you know, coming back from a 17 and 7 record last year. Uh, solid. Um, let's see. His. Uh, Incoming class is pretty good, 18-24. Um, what do you see out of these guys? Well, this uh, I was looking at this team earlier, and this is going to be a really interesting team because they graduated a pretty decent class, but they graduated their two starting guards, and yeah. they bring in three tall guys, 6'8", 6'9", and 6'10". And so uh, when you look at their current roster, they're not going to have a single player under six five. Yeah, they're going to be really they're, long. They're, yeah. yeah, and they only have two guys at six five, and everybody else is going to be six seven or taller. So they're definitely going to probably win the board battle <laughs> with all those big guys. Um, and the two guys, two of the guys they bring in actually are pretty good scores. Uh, Sean Grover and Elias Collins, not yep. you know not star scores, but guys who are going to probably chip in 10, 15 points a game. Um, you lose your starting uh, point guard and shooting guard, uh, Colby Jordan and Kai Rubio, who are actually really good players. Um, but looking at their bench, it looks like Austin Shine, who was their backup point guard last year, was pretty good off the bench. Uh, he should easily be able to slide in at starting point guard this year. Um, so it'll be, and he's a good passer, pretty good defender, can chip in a little offense. And this team definitely likes offense. They scored 92 points a game last year. So yeah. they're, they're, they're playing a little bit of a run-and-gun style, um, and they return a few scores. They add a few more, so it looks like more of the same. Yeah, it's a little more of the same. Uh, I mean, they're a really versatile team. Every, every one of their store, uh, starters scores uh, 10 points a game. Um, that's really nice. You get some uh, points out of the bench, too. Um, yeah, they're going to be pretty good, I think, this year uh, I, I actually really like uh, uh, Collins uh, I think he can be a nice little player there um, he was put, coming out of playing power forward but he gives that inside presence he got two and a half blocks a game he can still you know get some steals he has a good system I think he's going to be a heck of a player yeah I mean I might even look at playing him at center because last year I don't know who they used at center it looked like maybe they mix and match between Marks and Miller um, but Collins, I mean, to get two and a half blocks a game at power forward, I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, if you move that him to center, I mean, yeah, if you move him to center, I mean, he might be the type of guy that gets three or four blocks a game. So, and he can score. 
So, um, yeah, right. and, and so you have the advantage there of being able to move some other guys down. So, and I mean, they have no choice because they're so tall. You're going to have kind of a jumbo size guy at shooting guard, whoever you use. So, um, you, you know, you might have a six, five point guard and then everybody else in the starting lineup might be six, seven or taller. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a nice, nice problem to have. Yep. Yeah. Especially in this league when, when height is, uh, is so hard to get. Yeah, I it know is so experience. hard to get. <laughs> uh, I, I can't. I can I only get like a, a good big man like once every four years or so. I can't yeah, ever get it, as anybody with him. Yeah, that's I'm about the same. I've been trying for about four four cycles to to get uh, somebody like six ten or taller, and you know, the only guys I got were like really crappy walk on level players. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times, right? Yeah. All right, uh, so we moved on to our last team uh, for the Hose group. It is Rochester, uh, Coach Jimmy Neutron. Um, he is coming out of uh, Conference 6. They're ranked number 16th conference. He had a 14-10 and 10 record last year. Um, he is losing – uh, a couple starters. Um, I think that Eric Arms is going to be really hard to replace um, based on what I'm looking at that he got. Um, I, I'm very familiar with Jacob Colbert. Uh, he was one of these guys that I was recruiting as well. Uh, he's not a rebounder, so that's going to not help him out much there. Um, what do you see out of these guys? Yeah. Um... Yeah, they, they kind of struggled last year. They were only an RTT team. Um, they lose a couple starters. They lose their starting small forward and power forward and a backup power forward. So they lose three guys, you know, uh, in their rotation. And they bring in a couple decent players. Uh, uh, the uh, freshman class is ranked 87, 88. Um, like I said, Jacob Colbert, he's more of just like a Blue guy, non-score, maybe like a right. small forward type, and then Leonardo Charles is probably going to be the one that helps him the most. Um, he scored 15 points a game as a six-seven power forward. Um, pretty good stats all around. Uh, pretty efficient scorer, decent mm-hmm. passer, takes care of the ball, can play a little defense. So he's definitely going to be a guy that they're going to have have to uh, plug in into the starting lineup, um, either at small forward or power forward. Um, yeah, and like I said, it's it's uh, losing arms. Um, they're going to be a little bit short. Um, you know, they they struggled a little bit last year in terms of uh, height and defense or whatever. And now they don't bring in really that much. So um, yeah. yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. The, I'm they look like they're they maybe underachieved a little bit last year based on their talent level, only making the RTT. Um, so they might be a little improved, but. Um, compared to some of the other teams in this group. Um, yeah, they might be a little bit up against it. Right. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if that uh, Mark uh, Verna is going to be able to be that offensive guy they need in the post because uh, right now it looks pretty pretty bleak uh, in the post scoring. Yes, yeah, and it looks like, yeah, I wonder if Jimmy might, might put him in the starting lineup just to get some extra height and – I mean, you know, especially in this league, not not every team. It's this league is so tough. Not every team is is, is ten players deep. So, um, yeah, you know, I think you just want to stack your starting lineup as best you can. And even if you end up being like really short on the bench, I'd rather have you know like all my big guys like playing regularly than trying to spread out the minutes. So that might be a way to go. All right. 
Um, I wonder who's going to be, uh, you know, the point guard for this team. I'm looking it over. Uh, I guess it's Scarborough. Um, yeah, yeah. He it was, yeah. Jimmy kind of played it opposite last year. He had Brendan Martinez at point guard and Scarborough at shooting guard. And that would be kind of the reverse of what I would do, considering Scarborough is the shorter guy and Martinez is actually the better scorer. But, you know, maybe right. Jimmy wanted the ball in his scores hands more often based on the way he was playing um, or the way the scheme he was running. But, yeah. Um, yeah, because he yeah. really relied on Dancer to be that point forward guy. Right. Um, you know, six over six assists, you know, 1.6 turnovers. That, that by far is the best that he has on the on the team last year. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how that uh, ball control, you know, is going to work for this team because that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. If Jimmy's listening, I wonder if maybe I'd suggest moving Scarborough. Maybe he knows more than I do just looking at his attributes. But Scarborough was, you know, his offense was was pretty poor last year, only 46 percent. Uh, true shooting, and he was actually a pretty decent scorer in high school. So I wonder if maybe moving him to point guard would kind of help him a little bit in that area too. And Martinez has got enough size to to still, um, you know, uh, uh, hit some shots as a shooting guard. So um, you know, that's something maybe I would try. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to try to use Colbert as, right as that Scarborough or or that uh, um, uh, what's his name dancer kind of position that point forward again because uh uh he does have a good uh, assist turnover ratio yeah 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 that's, uh, that can always help i um, mean you have a guy feeding your scores and, and uh, yeah because they don't really have a true point guard on the roster even though scarborough i think might be okay because he did have four assists per game as a shooting guard in high school and that can translate but okay. yeah so we'll see yeah we'll see all right. All right. So, what uh, this group? It looks pretty evenly matched. Uh, you have any uh, predictions for who's going to come out of this group? Oh, I, I think we're going to be looking at K Money. To be honest, uh, I think he is uh, the the team to beat. Uh, I think Waterloo, with the addition of his post guys, he's going to be so big. He's going to be long. Uh, just, it's going to be kind of tough to to you know out rebound him, and it's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this is the type of group where everybody is pretty evenly matched. I mean, maybe one team or two teams might be a little below the other two, but um, a lot of it might come down to uh, actually they're out of group schedules. So I was looking at that and um, looking, you know, Waterloo might be the favorite just based on talent, but they also might have the toughest out of group schedule. Um, they face one team ranked in the hundreds, but they also played Dearborn and Boise who are ranked uh, 21st and eighth in the preseason power rankings. So um, that's a little bit tougher. Whereas a team like Nashville is playing three teams out of group that are not very highly ranked to, to start anyway. So I wonder if they might have an advantage just based on the schedule. Yeah. yeah but Nashville has a really tough conference. Uh, I mean, looks like almost everybody he plays is, you know, under a hundred in the power ranking so uh got a lot of tough tough teams to beat over there yeah well yeah well he has to worry about that but uh you know for the pntt schedule with just the first six games i wonder if you can just kind of sneak through because i think this is the type of group where maybe four and two will be enough to to win the group i agree with that all right so i think that about covers it for the for the hose group um uh you have anything else to add coach 
Yep, uh, I think that, I think that's it for the host group. Um, uh, I appreciate it very much, and uh, um, I guess we'll sign off for this group right now. Yep, we'll sign off, and we'll back, be back with uh, one more group. Thanks. Okay. Sounds good.